Welcome, crew, to What Are Your Three, a Channel 3 podcast. So this is a a podcast where we're centering a chat around some of our Channel3.gg users, uh, frequent members of the community. We focus the conversation around three games. We we don't really give guidance as far as what those games involve, what the structure of the list is. We just kind of say, hey, give us three games, and we'll see where it takes us from there. So as always, I am Dan Tucker with me this evening, as always, El Ray. What's going on, everybody? And tonight, since we record these at night, I don't, don't know what time you're listening to them, but it's nighttime right now. We have a guest and the best way I could describe him is the man who every time I look is out hunting more crowns. You can find him at c3.gg slash thunderpump1. Sometimes you'll see him as Thunderpump underscore, but here is C3.gg slash Thunderpump1. It is Thunderpump himself. Say hi to everybody, Thunder. How are you doing tonight? I am doing great. How is everybody doing tonight? It's good. We're doing good. You made it convenient because we we, we were able to put the, we've been pushing the C3GG and the Thunderpump one in this case, which kept confusing me on the site, making sure I tag you effectively. That is everywhere except for channel three. It's Thunderpump underscore. But yes, for the sir. purpose of getting everywhere to everyone to find out where everywhere is, it's Thunder Pump One. So we're gonna keep it simple. Yeah, and on Xbox, if anybody is on Xbox and wants to add me on there, it is a random one one two nine five at the end of Thunder Pump. You know how Xbox has their um, weird things with their usernames and stuff. Don't get Ray started. He's gonna come at me for my PlayStation user ID, and I don't feel like doing that tonight. So I'm gonna just segue this bad boy, and we're gonna get into your list, Thunder Pump. Uh, and we're going to start off where, frankly, probably every list should start off. Uh, you went and uh, sent us your list of three games. And, of course, we have to talk about the OG. We have to talk about Super Mario Brothers, a 4.8 rated game on Channel 3.gg. So why would you pick Super Mario Brothers to kick your list off? And I'm probably going to be right there with a bunch of the other people that are on Channel 3. Um, I see a lot of people or fathers are around the same age as me. Um, it was the first game I ever played on an actual system, um, NES, and boy, I mean, when I tell you that I wore that system out, not only with Super Mario Bros, but I <laughs> wore that system out, um, even to the point where I almost got my mom to buy me a new one. Um, but I, you know, being young and stuff like that, I was grateful that I was able to get the one NES, but Super Mario Bros was the first one that I played on that system and it just really started my, I guess, journey, you could say into, um, gaming. Um, it's, it's funny. I talked about before I can, I can still feel the heat of the NES in my memory. That's probably the most distinct <laughs> thing that I can feel is, is that thing yes. ran hot. Very hot. It is actually pretty good sometimes on, on those cold winter nights. So, so let me ask philosophically, are you a warp pipesman or are you a let's go straight one to eight worldwide? So uh, when I first played it, I'm the, I, when it comes to games, I, I want to play it by the book as far as much as I can up front. And then obviously you beat the game once, you try to do it a little bit faster, and then you find out that you can do the warps, the whistle, all that stuff, or the flute, sorry. Um, and then I've never really tried to do speed runs because... When I was a kid, speedrunning wasn't really a thing. Um, but I could see myself if something came out to where that caught my attention as much as Super Mario Brothers did, 
when I was that age, I probably would try to do some street runs. Not uh, just to kind of add, um, we've been doing the 64 challenge, me and Ray going back and forth. And it kind of sparked my interest about doing some speed runs because you go and you look up videos on how to do that Koopa race a little bit faster and you see all these all these other levels that people are speed running and how to beat the entire game in like five minutes. And it does spark your interest. But as far as that game went, um, it was definitely by the book first couple of times and then um, trying to see how, how quick I could get through it. Not necessarily speed running, but just here and there little things. And then obviously you get older and you see that there's things that you didn't even know about that you could do in that game. And you're like, God, I really wish I had an NES to go back and try some of this stuff. Um, but for sure, this game was definitely when I started to understand um, my competitive nature a little bit more. Also, um, I didn't really have siblings that were my age or into gaming, but all my friends, they would get a certain score or a certain amount of coins or beat through the level in a certain amount of time. Kind of how we do, we do things on Channel 3. You just get little challenges here and there with each other, brings up that competitive nature and that. Um, it just makes everything a little bit more fun. So, so I'm going to stir up a little controversy here because while I was prepping for the show, you know, I, we go through, we pull out some, some facts, some features from channel three. And like I said, you know, th- this one's got no surprise, a, a four point, a 4.8 rating from the crew, as I mentioned. However, I went looking to see what the lowest rating was and Ray and I are aware there's a, there's a one star wonder out there who likes to go around dropping grenades and some games. And sure enough, they gave a four star to super Mario brothers. But we're going to call somebody out on the chat in the uh, the podcast here who can't defend themselves right now. Because do you want to know who the lowest rating for Super Mario Brothers comes from on Channel Three? Any guesses? I'll let you make a guess. <laughs> Ray. No, no, it is it is not Ray. It is Joel himself. Oh, Joel wow. has given a three star rating to Super Mario Brothers. What was his comment? He didn't put one. We need. Oh, him. he just rated it, so he didn't. Go in and didn't even defend his, his three stars. <laughs> no, you're you're the, just did it for the whole for the whole three. That's probably what he did. I'll give him I'll give him a little bit of leeway. He probably did it for the whole channel three vibe. Did did it for the bit? But, yeah, we we joked. Yeah. You're you're the first person to know outside of the three of us that Joel is in fact episode three. But we joked about episode thirty three needing to be the three Joel or the re Joel or something like that. But we're gonna have to bring Joel on to answer for his crimes as like a bonus episode or something following this one. For sure. For sure. <laughs> we're gonna start. We're gonna start questioning people's ratings. That's what we're gonna bring. That's what these shows are gonna become eventually. So why did you do this? Right. So we move forward. Game number two, and I th- I think at least for me, when I think of racing games, this is kind of the cover that. That comes to my head when I think of them. So Need for Speed Underground, game number two for you. How does that one fit into everything? So well, my childhood, I kind of go back a little bit. Um, my childhood, obviously NES, did the whole Sega, um, N64, Super NES, all that stuff. Um, and then I kind of shooed away from gaming um, in high school. I, I, don't, I don't even have a reason, to be honest. It's just I don't remember playing games as much as I did in high school. Uh, it's probably girls to be honest. Um, uh, but once I got to college, um, I just I wanted something to do with my extra time, and I wasn't real big on like going out and doing all that club scene and stuff. So this was the, just one of those games. I, I had a, a PS2, I threw it in, and I had always kind of been into not physically street racing um, at that point, <laughs> but um, Fast and Furious, like 
that whole saga yeah. started up around the same time and I got into that and I got into Need for Speed. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I was probably the, the reason for my demise my first semester of college, um, <laughs> playing that, that game just so much. And, um, I probably beat it start to finish at least five times my first semester. You just trying different cars and different options and just the whole customization of everything. I was super into that. Um, it was just one of those first ways that you could really um, show your style in a game, I guess, because you could customize the colors however you wanted. And there's so many options. Um, and then just the soundtrack. The soundtrack to that, that game was probably one of my favorite soundtracks. Every time I hear um, the beginning of Get Low, it takes me back literally to that game. Like, I can't not think of that game when I hear that song. I think that's the first song that they talk about too on the soundtrack. Yeah. That's the one everyone remembers. Did you have uh did you have like a base car if you remember? That was like that's the car you really like to start with. Um the, the Eclipse. There you go. Yeah, that was and again, going back to the Fast and Furious, the, yep. fir- the very first one, Paul Walker was was my guy in that movie, and he the Eclipse was his thing, and then it went let's see to the super in the movie, but the Eclipse is what he started out with, so naturally I, I gravitated towards that nice i remember need for speed we got i went end up going to midnight club double edition oh midnight club was really good yeah, oh, like yeah. that's kind of where i ended up going to with the playstation and, the and last, so I, yeah i played heat, i played heat for a little bit and that one was pretty good and there was the one right before that i can't remember which one that was called um but i kind of am interested in the new one too I, I know we're not on the future of stuff yet but um i saw some of the gameplay and i know uh, I don't think it's Travis Scott. It's another artist. It's actually, in, um, but it actually looks pretty good. All right. And so we moved to game three, and I guess some people might end up being surprised that this game um, is down at three. Uh, and it's funny because you're not, this is not the first person that I guess the game that everyone knows you on C3 for ends up being lower on the list. It's kind of been a, it's been a pattern for people, but we have Fortnite. It has a 4.4 rating on C3, but it also has 106 people rating it. So it's a lot of different ratings, a lot of different opinions. Tell us. Tell us everything we need to know about Fortnite. Okay, so the reason why it's number three on my list is I kind of went in order on, like, my life. Like, Super Mario Bros., yeah. I was a kid, first game ever. Need for Speed, kind of middle of my life. Not middle of my life. I swear, I'm not going to live to only <laughs> 40. But um, it was, like, the next big stage of my life. And then Fortnite kind of follows suit with that. Um, after college and trying to get into jobs and doing all that stuff, didn't have time. I was working two jobs, going to college. So there was definitely no time for um, video games at that certain point. And then, so I kind of backed off the games for a while. And then my son was born. Um, I tried to get him to video games. He wasn't really having it at a young, young age. And then uh, one day he came over, he's like, dad, we got to try this game. got to try this game. And it was Fortnite. And at the time, it was um, Save the World. Like, Battle Royale wasn't even really a thing. That's how early on we started playing. Um, and then Save the World was actually pretty fun. I, I played it before I played Battle Royale, probably at least for a good three, four months. Um, the mechanics are completely different. Um, they're a little bit... I haven't played Save the World in a while, but I know that they added all of the new stuff into it recently um, with the slide mechanic and the mantle and stuff like that. But as far as like building and stuff goes, it's the the layout's a little different, and so it was it was fun to me. Like we just trying to figure out all that stuff, the whole storyline, um, defending your bases and all that stuff. Um, and then 
we just kind of saw clips of Battle Royale getting popular. And I actually jumped into Battle Royale Chapter 1, Season 6. That was my first full season. I played a little bit in Season 5, but not enough to buy the Battle Pass. It was towards the end of the season, so I kind of thought it was pointless to do that. But the first Battle Pass that I bought was Chapter 1, Season 6. And, I mean, the rest was history from the Logan. I Me just being competitive in nature, I didn't, like... Losing. I don't like losing still. And it's not, I, I made a joke with somebody the other day. It's not, I feel like it's not even the winning that I enjoy the most. It's not losing, if that makes it's sense. It's not losing. Oh, yeah. Um, it, 100%. I've got, I've is had it, coaches who said, you know, uh, winning is great and all, but I really hate losing. Yeah. I mean, it's just because this is one of those things that obviously there's bugs and there's like, things that are out of your control for the most part it's it it's you like you mm-hmm. you are playing the game and you make the mistakes you don't make mistakes you do what it is and it's it's just one of those things that if you play like crap you're gonna you're gonna lose right. if you play like you're supposed to play um you have a better chance of winning and then now with with zero build being a huge thing i i, I it's brought a little bit more life to the game then I, and I guess at the beginning was there for me. I liked building because that's all. I mean, that's all there was. That's the only mode there was. And when I first played Sea of the World, it was building. So it, it's not that I don't like building, but after you've been playing for a while, and I'm sure you've heard pros talk about it too. It's just I don't want to say it gets boring, but it gets it gets it's sweaty. It, it, that's just right. the word that you use. Like you, I go into a couple matches of builds and I'll play three, four, five matches. And then that sixth match, you jump in, it's like, oh, okay, time to leave. Or I'll jump into mm-hmm. arena because my arena ranking is lower than what my, um, well, my um, matchmaking ranking is, I guess, my account level. So I get, I get easier matches than that. And I know that sounds weird, but um, again, I don't like to lose. So if I know if I go into arena, I'll have an easier chance. I'll do that. Right? And then just kind of taking a break from different modes and stuff. And then like, with the new stuff that comes out, they'll do... Um, like solid gold and stuff like that. One of my favorite ones that mm-hmm. came out that they did was the um, zero gravity one. I forget what it's called. Um, oh, the one shot sniper one shot that they did. Mm-hmm. That was probably one of my favorite ones. I really love using snipers, so definitely w- one of my favorite game modes. But yeah, I mean, excited. If it wasn't for my son putting me on this, I don't, I don't even know if we'd be here right now doing this this uh, interview. Yeah, they, it never it never happens how you think it's going to happen. It just kind of shows up. So I get, I feel like I know the answer to the question already, but have you enjoyed kind of like the progression of Fortnite? I mean, because there was a point where you you couldn't swim, and now you can swim, and now you can sprint. So how have you have you enjoyed kind of that that change that's happened? Oh, I I think Epic, I one hundred percent knows what they're doing. I feel like they have years of storyline and years of the mechanics that they're going to roll out, and they're on a schedule. Like they 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 have plenty of new things that they're going to do, but they're not done. It's like any other great business. iPhone, you you think every year they come out with, it's almost the same thing, but they add that one new, one little thing that's like, oh, okay, no, the camera's a little bit better, or the uh, iOS is a little bit better. And everybody knows as soon as you, as soon as that new phone comes out, your your phone starts acting up and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things that they, it, it progresses enough each time for me, at least, to keep me hooked. I'm with you 100%. I feel like everyone else is constantly trying to play catch-up on Fortnite. I mean, 
having having a concert in Fortnite or dude even when even the Dragon Ball thing they had you could watch the episodes sitting there like that's insane that's and so I mean, different. I remember when they did the Marshmallow concert and I was I'm, I'm a big Marshmallow fan. I listened to to him and a lot of the music that he makes. So that being the first one, I was insane. And then you you think, oh, there's no way they're gonna talk. And the the Travis Scott one, the I mean, Travis Scott, bro, that was insane. Like you, it's just one of those things. Like you can't do that in real life. Mm-hmm. Like and so for them to be able to bring that to those to literally everybody that plays the game, everyone. Yep. I mean, I don't. I personally don't know anybody that didn't like that concert. Like it, I thought it was legit. No, absolutely. You're 100 correct. I I couldn't believe that it was happening, and then I was like, oh well, okay, this is the new thing. Fortnite did it, so now you know, it's on the map and it's successful. I'm I'm, I'm going to jump in and ask a question now. So, you were famous, I think, at this point for blowing up Channel Three one morning by asking for everybody to guess how many skins you had in your locker <laughs> for the game. But what was the total? Four oh nine, something like that. As of yes, as of that date. So I got to ask you. Yes. So if we if we had to tell you, you could only pick three skins. That was it. You're restricted to three. What are the top three you're going to go with? Oh, that's a hard one. Okay, so I'm going to go. Obviously, I think the one that a lot of I don't want to say people know me by, but I've I've used a lot because of the advantages that it brings and people. It's almost like the the superhero skin where if you pick all one color, it, it's it's. I think it's an advantage. People say that it's not an advantage. Even Epic puts the disclaimer with these cosmetics that have no competitive advantage. Blah, 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 blah. But the toy soldier, the female toy soldier skin, um, it, especially in zero builds. I mean, I've literally had people run past me through a bush, whether it was a bot or not. I mean, in all, all, in all honesty, it probably wasn't a bot because bots can shoot you out of trees when you're camping in a tree because... Yeah. They sense that they can dodge your snipes because they're programmed to do that. Um, but literally, that one's probably my, I would say, at the, the number one. Um, number two and number three, they probably honestly switch up a lot. I, I really like the new um, anime Midas that just came out. I was running that one the other day. Um, I just think it's really, really well put together. And I mean, I, Midas is probably one of the biggest characters that a lot of people can recognize in the game. Um, even if you don't really play Fortnite that much, you know who Midas is just because the mythology, stuff like that. You see the gold phones, the Midas touch, it kind of makes sense. Um, I think it's really cool how they have the actual Midas touch in the game as well. Every weapon he picks up turns to gold. Um, I think that's really cool. But the new one for sure, it's, it's I'm not, a, I wouldn't want to say I'm a huge anime fan. My son's a little bit more an anime than I am, but I like the anime style. Um, I think mm-hmm. the ones that they've done so far um, are really good, but I would say that's probably up there in the top three. And then for the third one, uh, Spider-Man, any of the Spider-Man ones, um, the ones from No Way Home, um, the new ones that came out in the Battle Pass, even the new one this season with um, Gwen Stacy or Ghost Spider, however you want to refer to her. Um, I think they were smart on putting it in the Battle Pass. Um definitely probably push people to buy the battle pass more than just putting it in the shop. Sure. Yeah, I would say that the Toy Soldier, um, Midas anim- or Anime Midas, and, and Spider-Man. So now we get the honorable mentions. Anywhere in one to three games that just missed the list. Uh, and so the first one, I had to look this thing up and because I, mean, I, I, I had never heard of it. And then I looked it up and it sent me to some other program 
And I was like, wait, this doesn't make any sense. But the Magic Music Maker. And it's when I sent it to you guys, too. when I sent it to you guys, I actually put magic and it's magics with an X. Magics with an X. No, we got yeah. it. Magic's Music Maker. Yeah. I had to actually type in PS2 for it to tell me that it was a PS2 thing. Yeah. So and let us I know was, about that one. I was, I want to probably say a freshman, maybe sophomore, but I was kind of into techno and it was that era. Techno was kind of big. And then I came, I don't even know how, I think my friend put me on this. He was like, bro, check this out. I just made this beat, blah, 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 blah. Like <laughs> 14, 15 years old, making these beats on your PS2, you probably think, oh, I'm going to be a DJ. But it was just, it was something <laughs> fun that we did. We just, and I just, I remember making some pretty good beats. And I was like, bro, this is like legit. And it was, there were so many options that you could do. Um, it, it was almost just like a, a normal, like music making program, but using a controller it was kind of cool how it worked it, it, no, it's just it's kind of hard to explain i guess if you don't if you don't know it but again yeah. you look it up and you see it you, you see it looks pretty easy to to use um but yeah it's, it's literally just making your own music and it was it was catered more towards like the techno rave kind mm-hmm. of beats and stuff like that it wasn't really any um other types but there so many different things that you could do with it it was pretty cool um, but yeah, that was that definitely was a really really fun one to play. Yeah, I was with Ray. I had to look it up, and same thing. I had to type in PS2, and I'm watching the video. I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. You get to just really just assemble everything from scratch, and I mean, put everything together, start to finish. It seemed like a pretty cool concept, and it's it's on my to do list to add to the library. As it was not something I had ever heard of before, but well, we got to get it in there now. Number two on your honorable mentions list really blew up this week as. You know, we usually ask somebody a week or two beforehand at this point, hey, you want to you want to do the podcast? Let me ask you for your list. And this went from suddenly, you know, Silent Hill 2. Great. We're going to have a good conversation about a nice game from a couple decades ago to, oh, no, they're remaking it. It's on Konami just opened the floodgates for Silent Hill and Silent Hill 2 is atop the list. The 4.5 rated uh, game is getting a full remake. Yeah. Um, and that's crazy that you, that you said that because. I honestly hadn't even, I don't think there was anything that was put out about them remaking Silent Hill 2. So when I saw it, I just actually got really excited. The fact that we were going to talk about it because it just, it's perfect timing. Like I was, I was, it was cool. Um, but that game, two words, pyramided, like <laughs> literally in my nightmares, almost to the point where it probably jump started my overnight gaming sessions because I didn't want to go to sleep. And so I would just stay up playing it because it was, to me, it was that terrifying, but I, I like that kind of stuff. I like horror movies. I like stuff like that. So just the adrenaline alone that you get, it's like being in a horror story without having to be in one. Like you can play it and you can put it down, but at the same time, it's like, I don't want to put it down because I like the game, but I also don't want to put it down because I don't want to go to sleep right now. So, so um, what's worse is it the sounds or is it the visuals? Cause I, I always got, more worked up by the sounds in that game than I did necessarily the visuals. I, I, for me, it was probably a little bit both. Jump scares, all like I'm not a very easily what's the word? Like I don't get startled very easily. But obviously, you're playing there. Back then, you I didn't you didn't play with headphones. You played like on your big TV that's on a swivel mm-hmm. with built-in speakers and stuff. You know what I mean? Um, and I would play at night in my room, so I'd have it as loud as I could without disturbing my parents luckily the house that i grew up in 
my room was on the opposite side of the house. Um, so I was able to have it pretty loud, but again, you're playing in the middle of the night in the dark and it's quiet in your house. So it, it probably is a little bit of both the, the sounds, obviously you get the jump scares and stuff like that, but just, they were so, I think they were so ahead of their time when it comes to the characters that they did and the gameplay that they did. So I'm, I'm extremely excited with to see what they do. I know it's a remake, so it shouldn't be very, very much that changes, but I'm excited to see what they do as far as the graphics and stuff like that. Yeah, tell, oh, tell that to the it. Final Fantasy VII crew because they, uh, <laughs> they they keep going. Yeah, they they didn't uh, they didn't take remake to be literal. They decided to do some funky stuff in there. So I'll be curious if they if Konami just goes straight remake or you know what they if they decide to kind of deviate a little bit. Of course, I'm I'm also just yeah. shocked because I felt like Konami wasn't doing anything for the last couple yeah, of years in, in actual console gaming. They were, they were doing all sorts of like non-video game stuff. It, it was just shocking. Yeah. And not only did they come back and say they're going to do this remake, but they're they're putting like five projects out there at once. It's it's And I I hear they're doing a movie also. Yeah, with uh Anna, it... well the the movie company's doing a game with them and I think they're doing a movie with like I I still can't figure out exactly what they're doing, but they're they're doing something with a movie company that I think is actually a game that they might do a movie all I'm still confused. <laughs> yeah, and then and then the Silent Hill F actually look. There's that small teaser that they put out that actually looks really good too. And I'm I'm kind of that has definitely got my interest, and I I think I'll pick up at least at least that one, if not the remake for sure. All right, now I'm gonna try not to elbow past you on your last honorable mention here, as you did uh, you did bring up Spider Man Miles Morales, so I'm gonna just mute myself and avoid from over talking you on this one. So how'd this one end up on the honorable mention list? So I I haven't played it um, on PS5 or PS4. I don't remember what it came out on first or when it came out, but um, playing Spider Man Remastered, I and I love it. Like the little bit that I have played it so far, it's great. The mechanics are great. The graphics are great. I've I've really only seen clips of Miles Morales, but I personally took more interest to the Miles Morales storyline in the comics. Um, I think Into the Spider-Verse is probably one of the best Spider-Man movies. It's top three for me, as far as the Spider-Man movies that are out. Um, I would even go to bat saying it's probably number one on my list. Um, I think being animated is probably the deciding factor. I Animated versus live action. Once they make a live action Miles Morales movie, I'm, it's probably going to be my favorite, to be honest. Um, well, if you want to, if you want to have the movie conversation, I will, I will go down the movie conversation with you. Cause I'll one up you and say, no, it's easily number one. Uh, and I will also okay. just say it is possibly my favorite movie, the 2010s. So if you felt controversial saying any of that, I will one up you so that way you feel better about whatever takes you had on that. But I'll yeah, save so I'll save just, that for a separate movie discussion. Sounds good, but yeah. So I it just I'm really intrigued in in that game, and I know it just came out on PC, so I'm planning on grabbing that um, so I can get. I'll probably end up playing through that before I even play all the way through Spider Man. Yeah, it, it's it's not as large as Spider Man. That, that actual game was, but it's a pretty, it's, it's a very complete game. You will have a good time with it. And I tell you, you will not be disappointed by it. Uh, it was a strong transition for me. It was the first thing I did when I got the five. Uh, so you, you can't go wrong with it. I promise. And they did a really good job 
you know, if you've played any of the first Spider-Man, the remastered, whatever that for the PC, you know, you can see the voice acting. They did a really good job kind of putting all that together. They really put effort into getting a storyline there and they didn't, they did not let you down with the Miles Morales piece uh, when it came to getting, getting that one and a half together. And I'm looking forward to two uh, to see what they do, kind of what, what their plan is with this whole thing. So you're yeah, absolutely correct. Good call. <laughs> All right. So we've done the top three. We've done the honorable mentions. And so we're on to the future. And we usually ask one or two things, you know, what are you looking forward to? So I'm just going to, I'm going to leave the question very general and say, what are you looking forward to in your near future, Thunder? Um, so a lot, I don't, I'm not very, um, I don't think we've been super public about it unless you like have me on um, my personal social media. Um, but what's today? The 23rd? It's the 23rd. You're going to make me look up a release calendar. What, what, what do we actually release? <laughs> the second, I think, is your... So officially, we're going to say you're listening to this listener on November 2nd, presumably. <laughs> yes. So a week from you listening to this... Um, Give or take a couple of days, I will be getting married for the first time, for the only time. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's yeah, a big so, congratulations uh, right there. So yeah, eleven eleven is the day. Um, I'm a big numbers guy, so eleven 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 twenty two is what we decided on. Wow, um, that really lines up. I don't even think about the twenty two. Worked. Wow. Yeah. Slam dunk. Well, congratulations. So yeah, I don't know if anybody's yeah. gonna be able to top that. Now you're gonna have people trying to propose on here or something, or announce a child. You're gonna, you, you really one up the announcement of something to look forward to in the future here. Yeah, so it's and it again between the two of us, five kids. Um, it's it's definitely fun. It's it's been it's been great though. Like people here, five kids, and every time we tell that story, they're like, "Holy crap, it must be crazy." And in all honesty, it's. It's not some of these. Some of these video games that we talked about are way crazier um, to manage than these five kids. God bless. Um, yeah, just excited and almost speechless because that's how ready we are. I just we're ready. That that day is gonna blow by. No matter how much effort you do or don't have to put in in advance, it will just blow by, and it will be nothing but pictures and memories afterwards. So just. Hang on there. It's going to be okay. <laughs> He's just got to get through the day. <laughs> Everything's going to be on the move. Yeah, so that, that's definitely coming up a lot quicker than we've imagined. Um, planning has been great, though. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's definitely what we're looking forward to in our future. Well, big congratulations on behalf of the entire crew for when they listen to this. That, that, that's going to warm some people's hearts. It's going to be nice. We do have a couple games, though, uh, going back on a less serious note. Uh, first of all, so again, we asked for the list a week ago, and this one's going to be an interesting conversation because Gotham Knights was on your list. And yes. uh, as you heard, as you heard the date drop here, so the game has in fact come out. And I, I will just say that, uh, you know, Friday was apparently a big day as Gotham Knights dropped and uh, every platform kind of seems to have it hanging in the 60s. And for reference, Taylor Swift, I guess, I don't know if that was a surprise drop or a known drop, but is, is rocking an 87 right now. So uh, I'm just kind of looking at the Metacritic scores. I say as someone who loved the uh, the Arkham series, and I still can't quite figure out what the, uh, is this immediately following it, or are they just kind of kind of doing its own thing? But, you know, let's, let's talk about Gotham Knights. So did, did you crack it, first of all, or is this just kind of uh, looking to get to it in the future now? 
And if you did crack it, what do you think? Yeah, I have not played it yet. I've only seen um, clips and gameplay um, of it. When something big like that comes out, I usually kind of wait a little bit um, because there's obviously going to be bugs and stuff like that, which is, I feel like that just takes away from your experience. So I'm waiting, I usually wait a couple weeks when it's something big like this. And then just obviously you want to read as far as what everybody has kind of taken into it. Um, So far, the biggest, I guess, letdown that I've seen is the FPS. Um, It's capped at 30 Mm -hmm. on consoles. Luckily, I have a PC, but even then, I've heard that you have to have some beef, (laughs) some real, a beefy system in order to even handle 60 FPS. Luckily, I have enough, well, hopefully, just based off of what they've recommended, um, I can run it at a, a, I say smooth, smooth 60 FPS. I will be here playing Fortnite at 240, so 60 is going to be a big, a big difference. But if that's all you know, going into that game, it shouldn't be too bad. But from what I've seen, it it looks it looks great. The graphics look great. The storyline, from what I've taken or from what I've heard, there is a little spoiler. I'm not going to go ahead and do it here, but I have been spoiled a little bit about what happens in the storyline. Some people are a little critical about that. Um, so if you haven't played it, play it, and you'll see what I'm talking about. If you have played it, then you obviously are, already know what I'm talking about. And then the other side, the other future game, I guess. I'm kind of less known about. I feel like this always happens with any cartoonish racing game because Mario Kart exists essentially. Yeah. But uh, you got Disney Speedstorm on the list. Yeah. That's supposed to come out at some point this year. So I've always had a soft spot for Mario Kart. I don't partake in the the events and stuff because I hate the Switch. I, I <laughs> I'm sorry, but out of all the consoles that I've owned, I hate the Switch. I, I'm, I'm just, sorry, the uh, recording's breaking up. Uh, something's wrong. Uh, we're just going to have to cancel the whole thing. Oh, this is a, this is a pro... Was, you know what? I'll, I'll let you finish, but this is a pro-switch hosting group, if nothing else. I'm not against it. If you guys enjoy it, I'm not going to take that away from you. Me, personally, I was more of a, a Wii person. I liked Mario Kart on Wii. And so the Switch, I, I know you can play with the, what is it called? Like the gyro? The, the gyro. Not, it's, not, it's, it's not the same. It's not the same as the Wii one. I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, and so I, 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 I'll play it. Like, my son likes to play it. The kids like to play it. So whenever we do, like, family game, we'll, we'll play it. And, it, I mean, obviously I still win <laughs> against the kids. But um, I just, I've, I think in my realm... Disney is a bigger factor, not only with me, but with my family than the Mario verse, if you want to put it that way. So I'm excited. I mean, it's probably going to be exactly like Mario Kart, but the fact that it's Disney makes me really excited for it. No, it, it really looks like its own thing. I mean, for the videos they've put out there, and and I, I still can't figure out when the release date's exactly. I thought it was going to be out last month, honestly, at one point. The videos look good. Uh, it looks like it's going to be its own thing. I mean, sure, you've got characters racing, and that, and that I think is where the Mario Kart comparisons are going to end. Uh, but it definitely looks like a pretty solid game, and I'm really curious to see because, yeah. you know, if they can pull off the cross-platform, if they can pull off the free-to-play, that's going to really give Mario Kart a run for its money. And I was, like I said, I was hoping it was going to be coming out sooner, so I'm, I'm waiting to see what's going to happen here. Who Who is releasing it? I don't even know that I know that. I don't think I, I know that. 
I, I don't know what the company is who's producing it because Disney usually like uh, licenses out this stuff. But they're they're pretty not overbearing, but they, they tend to oversee these productions pretty uh, yeah it's pretty thoroughly. It's had, it had they have Game Loft as kind of like their company sponsor. I don't know how much Disney just said go do it or they just put a license on it, but that that's what's on the side of it. That Speedstorm slash Game Loft. As I mean, company. there's other stuff that they've like branded i mean it has it's been good like kingdom hearts i i've dabbled in it a little bit but i mean everybody that plays it seems to enjoy it yeah i mean their animal crossing games got its fan base already i mean and they're still just getting started with that so um i I, again i still can't quite figure out the model is because i thought that was going to be free to play but um yeah i I know they're still kind of doing it seems like it might be in a pre-release still it's it's a very weird a weird release state for them right now, but they, they seem to be putting some real effort into the stuff they're putting out right now. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely did catch my eye when I first heard about it. Just the fact of it being Disney and then racing, even going back to, to underground. I mean, racing has always kind of been there for me as far as video game stuff. Um, so you kind of best of both worlds are there. Disney and racing. I think it's going to be great. All right, so Thunder Pump, we have a quest for you. One of the things we do here is we take a question from Channel 3, and we surprise you with it to discuss. So the quest that I'm going to bring forth for you here is asking you, what is your favorite piece of gaming equipment? I don't know. That's a a good one, too. I I would have to say my controller. Um, Obviously, I've kind of gone through a lot of consoles, and... For the longest time, I was, I don't want to say against, but I was very skeptical on me ever getting a PC. I didn't, honestly, didn't take gaming that serious until until I met my fiance, to be honest. She's not really into gaming, um, but she was able to realize how into it I was, and she supports me a thousand percent when it comes to, even though streaming for me is just kind of a, Side gig, I do it for fun. I don't do it full time for income. I have I have a job, so that's my that's my income. Um, but she was like, "Yeah, dude, you want to do it? You want to spend the money? You want to build this thing? Go for it!" And so I, I did. But after like all these consoles and all these years of playing video games, the controller like that's what I've always played on. Is from day one to now it's always been a controller so that, um, so that's a that's a broad that's a broad statement here because you know you've already brought out the wii remote and and uh, yes so i'm gonna you, i'm gonna yeah you've dropped I'm a couple elbows on the uh yeah you dropped a couple <laughs> elbows on the uh joy cons i think uh at, at this i think point, so. i think switch owners drops the elbows on the joy cons too so don't get me wrong <laughs> You're I, not I, wrong. I would i would put money on the fact that you have a pro controller I have a pro controller and I have a split pad instead of joy cons. I refuse to use joy cons on my switch. There you go. So, but for me, um, Xbox has been the majority of my consoles that I've had. I've had from the Xbox original Xbox to the 360 to the, the one S the one X, the series S the series X. I've had them all basically. Um, the controllers haven't really changed. Obviously the original was the big clunky one. Um, for me, that was hard to use because I was younger, so my hands were split. Um, but I, I've been using the um, Power A Fusion Pro. I have the second generation now, and I love them. I had the 
elite one. I had the elite two, um, and they're great builds, but they, for me, the power A is just for the price. The value is by far the best Xbox controller. Take, take note. This is, a, this is a pro Finally, power. A. Somebody yeah. says power A. Thank you. That's the, that's the best. Thank you so much. Someone really, understands. I mean, it really is. Are you, and I don't want to go just based off the price, but I mean, you can get two Power A Pro controllers for the price of one Elite. Mm-hmm. It just, Thank it, you. And it, it's great. It's great quality. The weight is good. The uh, Granted, you don't have the torsion control on the sticks, but I mean, if your thumb is that heavy that you have to control <laughs> the torsion, I mean, you're going to go through controllers regardless. You're going to have stick drift in three months. No, just, note to Joel, we, we, we got calls to make, Joel. We got calls to make. If we, could, if we could get that's, some Power A sponsorship of a Channel 3, I would probably spend some more money. That's probably the best answer anyone has ever given on any podcast ever. Right yeah, now. you, you actually could it's hear Ray's eyes. You could hear Ray's eyes light up on the audio when you brought up Power A. It's beautiful. Well, that's because he doesn't have the hair to distract it anymore. <laughs> you don't hear that those wavy locks anymore. It's true. It's true. It's all gone. Final question. Um, and it's just really simple. What's, um, what's been your favorite feature on Channel 3? My favorite feature? Favorite just, feature. Like, and you can take that whatever way you want. Um, target, for sure. 100%. There it is. The Fortnite, <laughs> as long as the you Fortnite keep, guy has as long spoken. As keep the Fortnite map. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I, I did take a really good guess when it was the Breath of the Wild map the spider-man map as well but if there's a fortnite option i'm gonna take that option every time yeah there there was a day where there was not a fortnite map updated and i definitely thought that if there was a physical website that people could attack that they were going to bring torches and pitchforks uh, when <laughs> spider-man was the lone option that day and uh it, it almost got ugly i thought um i do have one thing and i mentioned it in the discord but i don't know if it's all side but the one thing that i would change is um there's somebody that's in first on target because they've only played the game once. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> maybe they played it one time and they got a 94. So their, their history is just a 94. I think there might be some tweaking that we could do as far as like getting some XP knocked off the longer you don't play it. Mm, okay, that's, just yeah, me, no, that's just me personally sitting at number two. I it has nothing the, to do with. Let me tell you, else. I saw the comment, but I understand. You know, and, all, and it makes sense. I think playing your streak should have some sort of. Yeah. And I'm not well. saying I'm like not you missed one point. day, but let's say you not, you not don't play for a week, you got some some points taken off. I hear that. But yeah, target, target. <laughs> I love it. Don't don't change a thing unless you're going to change the XP positioning on that. But I, I <laughs> everything will, else, everything else is good. I will just put some context. So that was that was a game designed for Channel Three, and I I think that one was just Joel's baby. Um, where a map is presented from a game, you're given a screenshot. Ray runs around, and I, I don't know how much time he dedicates specifically to Fortnite because it's one thing. Like I, I put together the other category as I air quote to nobody. Um, so you know I, I'll take Spider Man and, and Breath of the Wild, and there are a couple other games coming up as well in the future. But you know Ray's got to run around while he's being actively hunted in Fortnite to get these screenshots. <laughs> I was going to ask that question. Do you do it like in an actual match or do you go into playground? I do it in an actual match, which now that you said playground makes so much sense. <laughs> like it's just going on, dude. But I do it because I play. I'll play like one or two games a night. 
and I'll just say, I'll land somewhere, screenshot, you know, the next I move somewhere. All right, I'm here now, screenshot. So it doesn't, it doesn't take up a lot of time. It's a very quick thing. And I'll get, if I get four shots a day, I'm ahead automatically. So that's what I do. But yeah, the playground, that, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. But Don't my do one it thing is the map, Fortnite updates the map so often. So like, I'm, I'm getting ready already for the, like the nightmare. Yeah. Maps. I have it set already. I've got screenshots dedicated to four nightmares. Those will show up kind of first go. half of November. So with that, we've made it to the end of this show here. So Thunderpump again, you could find him. C3.gg slash Thunderpump1. Um, in most places, you'll find him at Thunderpump underscore, but that's C3.gg link slash Thunderpump1. This podcast will drop Wednesday morning, 3.33 a.m. Eastern Time. On all the major platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple, anywhere else. If just anywhere you want to listen to that podcast and you see it, let us know. We'll get it there. Uh, but with that, I am L. Ray. Dan Tucker hosts this whole thing here. Thunder Pumps, our guest. Everyone, you guys have a great day. Oh, hey, you're still here. Great. Well, hey, if you made it this far, there's a post that was made last night via the What Are Your Three page on Channel 3. If you are the first person to go on there and tag Dan Tucker and say, I heard the bonus message, you get a 3,000 XP gift. First person, post made last night, tag Dan Tucker, 3,000 XP gift.